0: Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony
1: D'Urso. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We're going to chat with someone at the top of their category whom I call an elite entrepreneur. We're going to talk about becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino. And later in this episode, we have an insider's brief with the American Legion to discuss the importance of supporting service members and how you can get involved. Now, you've heard it all before, I'm sure. When we're born, we all learn to talk. And we find that there's many ways to do that. But do we really learn how to communicate in our life and in our schools? I think it's something that we have to learn usually in the school of hard knocks, and we learn by trial and error what works, what doesn't. Often, you know, I think we get it wrong, and the other side that we're speaking to, they don't understand what we're trying to do, especially in sales. I wonder how I know that. We can get pushy, and all we care about is that the other side hears what we have to say. But it doesn't work too well, or in business, or in life. And you know, I've spent years learning and taking classes how to communicate and I find there's so much more still for me to learn. And why are we doing this? Well, we want our relationships understand what we're saying and we want our business prospects and clients to be in good communication with us. That means back and forth, I think. So please listen carefully and we're going to give you some great pointers on that because everything starts with communication. And while we're at it, this is all about helping you and your friends turn your vision into reality. Meet Renee Marino. She's a former Broadway starlet in the film Jersey Boys, directed by Clint Eastwood. She's now a professional communication coach and keynote speaker. How's that for an intro? I'll let her tell you the rest. Hi, Renee. Welcome to the Tony DiRso Show.
2: Hi, Tony. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Renee, we're all looking forward to learning more about how to be a master communicator, as you heard in the intro. Some of us think we know it all, and I think some of us don't know that we need to know more about it. But let's kind of, let's take it from the top, shall we? And let's let's find out more about you and tell us, what's your backstory?
2: Well, Tony, I grew up in an Italian-American family where you could often find us sitting around the kitchen table, talking, laughing, sometimes arguing, eating, but nonetheless communicating. And I realize now in hindsight that that was what shaped me to become someone who is obsessed and so passionate about communication and understanding why people communicate in the way that they do. From the time I was a little girl, my biggest dream was to perform on Broadway. And all throughout my younger years, I trained in dance and singing and acting. And as the years went on, I toured all around the country and beyond on several national Broadway tours. And in 2010, I reached my Broadway dream uh, when I was cast in the revival, actually, which it's funny because it's out now on film, but it was the 2010 revival of West Side Story. And it truly was a dream come true. And when I think about it, Even being a performer was a representation of my love of communication from such a beautiful medium of the stage and being able to connect with those audience members through the story that I was telling with my body, with my voice, with my energy. In 2013, I was performing in Jersey Boys on Broadway, playing the role of Mary Delgado, living my best life, doing eight shows a week. And one Sunday matinee, I was on stage and staring back at me from 10 rows was the legend himself, Clint Eastwood. He was going to be directing the film. And a few weeks later, they began calling many cast members in from our audition, from um, our cast to audition for the various roles. And they were looking for the role of Mary Delgado. Even though my agent and I tried to get an appointment for that role, For some reason, they would not give it to me, even though I was playing the role at the highest level that you possibly could on Broadway. Well, instead, they gave me an audition for one of the smaller roles, one of the angels who sings my boyfriend's back. I was in the audition room that day and the casting director and I are speaking and he says to me, Renee, would you like to sing the song first or read the scene? And at that moment, Tony, I heard this little voice within say to me, Renee, you have to do this. It feels too right. And at that moment, before I was even conscious of what I was going to say, I looked at the casting director and said, you know, Jeff, I was really hoping to come in and read for the role of Mary Delgado. And he looked at me and he said, I was just thinking the same thing. And I was like, okay, amazing. I did the audition that day and I left there feeling so grateful. Because I simply gained the chance. I gained the opportunity to even read for this role. A few weeks later, I get a call from my agent. You're Mary Delgado in the movie, Clint Eastwood loves you. And I was like, whoa, it's just the most surreal moment of my life. I get to to the first day of filming. And just to let you know, I had never been on a film set before. I've never been on, I'd never been on a TV show. So for me, this was truly like jumping off of a cliff. I was in the shuttle on my way to that first location that first day. And again, I heard that quiet voice within say to me, Renee, you can do this. Trust in your talent and leap. Clint Eastwood hired you for a reason. And I got out of the shuttle and I walked in and everyone welcomed me. And Clint Eastwood came up, walked up to my right side and said, you know, I went around to all the different casts, but nobody was in your class. And then you came in and put yourself on tape, and it was the icing on the cake. Every day that I would film from that point on, Clint and I would sit together. We would eat lunch, and I would just pick his brain and absorb everything I could like a sponge. A month into filming, Clint, the producer of the film, and myself were eating lunch, and they start talking about how Clint knew he wanted me for the role when he saw me perform on Broadway. And at that moment, I dropped my fork and I said, do you guys want to hear a funny story? I couldn't even get an audition for the role of Mary Delgado. The only reason I got to read for the role is because I opened up my big mouth in the room and asked, And the two of them look at each other and they said, wait a minute, what do you mean? We requested you. We said specifically, we want the girl from Broadway who plays the role to come in and audition. I came to find out that day that there was a middle person, casting associate, juggling a few films at once and dropped the ball on having me come in for the role. And I love this story so, so deeply, Tony, because it is such a testament to how vital honest and clear communication is to our lives if i did not have the ability to clearly and honestly speak up in that room that day i could have missed my once in a lifetime opportunity
1: renee i absolutely love that story it is great and we're going to go into communication and how to hear that and how to answer that because it's amazing But right now at this point you're on broadway you're in the film you're in the movies you're what some people call in the big time and yet you went down this path of being a communications coach why that you could be doing anything or nothing you could you could pick your own life your own dream right now at this point but you wanted to go down this path so i want to understand why did you do that what's this vision that took you that way
2: great great question tony After I spent some years in Los Angeles, after doing the film, I then did a couple of TV shows, commercials. I wrote and performed my one-woman show, which was really exciting. And after about three and a half years, my husband and I decided that we were ready to come back to the East Coast. We wanted to purchase a home. All of our family is here. And I also missed my Broadway community. So we drove from Los Angeles to New Jersey and I auditioned. I auditioned as if I were starting out fresh. I had no agent, no one. And I said, I'm going to start fresh. And one of the first auditions I went on was for Pretty Woman, the musical. They were doing a final workshop of the show, and then it was coming to Broadway and I booked it. So I made my, my Broadway comeback with Pretty Woman, the musical. And during that time, I began writing my book, which is now My book that we're going to talk about, Becoming a Master Communicator. I was in the dressing room with the girls one day, and we were having conversations about who was dating this person and what was going on here. And I asked a question that in my mind was such a simple baseline question. A girlfriend of mine was saying that she was really having a wonderful time dating this man and she really liked him, but she didn't know where it was going. And I said, well, did you talk about it? Thinking the answer is going to be, of, of course I did. And the response was, oh, no, I, I don't want to rock the boat. I just I don't want to bring it up. And in that moment, Tony, I said to myself, Oof, this is a response that I've heard many other times. There's a book in this. And I sat down one day and I, I began writing. Writing a book was one of my biggest goals as well, aside from Broadway. And I had always written children's books for my nieces and nephews. I I do personalized children's books. But this for me was like, okay, it's time. I didn't know how to go about it. So for all of you who are wanting to start that project or wanting to start that business, but you feel scared, you don't know the first step. What I want to encourage you to do is to take the first step. Imperfectly, I call it imperfect action, even if you're afraid, even if you're scared. And that's what I did. I sat down at my table and I simply began writing. And at that point, I didn't know exactly what about communication it was going to be, because as we all know, communication is very broad, very general. And then I had a situation where I was out to dinner with a dear friend of mine. We were catching up, and next to us sat a family of five, two parents, a teenage son, and two young children. And the entire meal, none of them spoke to one another. They all had their heads down in a digital device and it broke my heart. As I said, coming from a family where that time together at the kitchen table, when we're eating, that is a time of connection, a time of getting in those deep conversations. And it was so sad for me to see this beautiful family missing out on all these moments of connection. And that's when the light bulb went off when I said, This is a problem that I need to shed light on.
1: This is the Tony DiRso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues on becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, do you employ or pay workers in other countries? I do, and I do a lot. And even if you don't, you might soon. Because remote work is the norm, and employees have more freedom than ever to move around. So here's what I say. If you want to keep your best people, you know this, you got to stay flexible. And that's why remote makes it easy for companies of all sizes to employ global teams. That's R-E-M-O-T-E. You know, they take care of things like international payroll, benefits, taxes, they take care of local compliance, and it makes it easier for you to focus on what you're doing and have less paperwork, which is always better. I love it. Anything for less paperwork, right? Well, remote helps you onboard full-time employees or contractors in countries all over the world in just minutes. Now, that's pretty cool. They've got a very simple, easy-to-use platform, and they take care of the rest. They also provide you the most comprehensive intellectual property protection and data security in the industry. Yeah, in the industry. And they own full local legal entities in all their covered countries so that you never have to deal with a third party ever. And they save you a lot of money on this because they never charge you any fees or salary percentages. And you get access to everything that they offer, such as payroll, compliance, benefits management, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get it all for one low flat rate. And best of all, there's no hidden fees. There's no surprises. Just the best global employment solution in the business. And the Tony D'Orso Show podcast listeners get an even bigger discount. You get your first employee free for 12 months and two months free for any additional employees onboarded during their first year. Just visit remote.com slash Tony and use the promo code T-O-N-Y. That's Tony. And you're going to see why top global companies like GitLab, well, why they trust remote to manage and pay their international teams. So whether you want to hire just one person or hundred, remote makes it easy. So visit remote.com slash Tony and use promo code Tony to get started. That's R-E-M-O-T-E dot com slash T-O-N-Y promo code T-O-N-Y. Visit them today and get started.
0: You're listening to The Tony DiErso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest.
1: All right, we're back on The Tony D'Irso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is on becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino. You know, one of the things that I hear from a lot of you is you want me to go deeper on some topics, whether it's with my guests, with their techniques, with their strategies, or you want more information on how to build your vision to get to where you want to go. So I'm thinking about creating a membership site for my listeners, which has got some really cool features. Is this something that you would like? Send me a note on Twitter at TonyDurso or email me at info at TonyDurso.com and tell me what you would like. Maybe it's without. Maybe it's special shows without commercials. Maybe it's extended features. There's a lot of things that I can do. Let me hear from you so I can help provide. All right. And now back to the chat with Renee.
2: We are in this world of advanced technology, and it's only going to be getting more advanced. So if we don't start to learn how to consciously connect and how to consciously pick up our phones when we need to, then we're going to run into a lot of problems in our relationships, in our businesses. And that is the theme of my book, Balancing New School Technology with Old School Simplicity.
1: Rene, for a long time, I've lived in a tourist area in Hollywood and Los Angeles, Anaheim by Disneyland and so on and so forth. And I constantly see tourists, you can tell they're tourists from all over the world. And they'll be sitting around and every single one of them, I mean, families of five, six or whatever, and they're all on their phone. And it's just like you're in this whole new environment and you're not even talking about the experiences that you had today or what Disneyland was like, or any place that you went to, or, you know, I can name tourist attractions all day long and it's just, no, they're on their phone. It's like, it's just so odd. And I know we're going to go into that. So I just thought I'd mention that because I see that and I see you that you you're writing this book and you're going, okay, let's kind of work on this. And I I really, really like that. But now I'm going to add one more thing to that question. And that is, why do you do it? Because I feel, I see this, I feel this passion. I feel, I see it. I feel it. I know there's this, you (laughs) want to do it. There's this passion. It's like, so I want to ask you, what's the purpose? Why do you, why do you want to help other people do this and teach them?
2: Because in my own life, my highest of highs and my lowest of lows have all been tied to communication. My highest of highs when communication was really good and clear and evident And my lowest of lows when communication was poor and ineffective and indirect. And if I could help others from feeling the pain and the struggle and the unnecessary stress from ineffective communication, that's part of my life's work. And to go back to how I became a communication coach, as I was writing this book during performing on Broadway, I truly was doing eight shows a week on Broadway and I would be writing in between numbers. The amazing crew of Pretty Woman, the musical, they would allow me to use their office in between numbers and I'd be in my wig, my costume, my five inch heels, writing, just writing or editing. And when that show closed in 2019, I knew in my spirit that I was ready for a chapter change and I knew that it needed to be tied to communication. This is something, as I said, from a little girl, I loved understanding why people communicated in the way they do. I wrote a song called Communicate back in 2008. Why can't you just communicate? So, obviously, this has been on my mind and heart. And when that Broadway show closed, I said to myself, I know in my soul that part of my mission in this life is to utilize all of my God given gifts. And I believe that. Part of those gifts is in coaching, is in helping people to realize their own potential and realize that when they make communication a priority in their lives, they become limitless. So I went with my, with my gut instincts and I took a course, a wonderful course from Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. And that's when I became a coach. That was the start of 2020, right before the pandemic. So the timing of it was pretty crazy. And then it ended up being exactly what it was meant to because Broadway shut down, everything was shut down, and here I was coaching behind a computer, which was all new for me, but nonetheless, coaching and helping people to communicate effectively.
1: We're talking about becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino. And you can find her at ReneeMarino.com. And I'll spell that. Renee can be spelled a couple different ways. This one is R-E-N-E-E. M-A-R-I-N-O dot com. And I'm going to issue a little challenge, or should I say a big challenge to you? It is literally one of the best websites I have ever seen. It is so, she doesn't know this. I, I never told her. I am so amazed by that website and the colors and the words and how she communicates what she does. It is literally one of the best. And I challenge you if you have a better site that you think there's great. Now, my wife buys shampoos and stuff from another product site, which I think is the Knee Plus Ultra. It is the most beautiful site I've ever seen. So Renee's is one of the best. She doesn't sell shampoos or beauty products <laughs> just yet. But it's really amazing. So the challenge is, if you have a site that you think is better, I'd like to see it. Tell me in the show notes or tweet me at Dursel because I'd like to know Because I think that a a website is an extension of us and it communicates what we want to communicate. So check it out. There's a challenge. And now, Renee, we're going to drill down a little bit more into your vision path and kind of go over this. And I think where I want to start is it's just one word. So let's start maybe with the definition. How do we define the word communication?
2: Communication. Oh, that's a great question. It's so simple yet complex, but communication is how we connect with one another, how we connect in our relationships, how we connect as human beings. And my goal, especially with this book, is to offer these simple and easy to implement tools and practices so that we can master that communication in our lives. And when we say communication, meaning how we connect with one another, with advanced technology, we have more vessels and outlets to communicate than ever before. And it's such a gift, but it's kind of a double-edged sword because on the other end of that, it makes it really easy and convenient for us to hide within those channels. Back in the day when we didn't have Social media platforms, and there were only a few ways to reach one another, i.e., the telephone or a handwritten letter or face to face. That was it, right? That was the only way that we could connect with one another. But nowadays, between direct message on social media, WhatsApp, Zoom, phone call, FaceTime, I mean, all of the different outlets, it can become really easy and tempting to be lazy in our communication.
1: I'm thinking with that. Very interesting. And you know, it is just one word, and there seems to be so much to it that I'm going to try to ask you questions about it, though it's going to sound almost like I'm talking about the same thing Well, we're talking about communication. So let me clarify this. When we have a diamond, a diamond shines, it has these flat surfaces called a facet. When you polish it and all these other little facets, you get this shiny Stone, which is the diamond. And I think it's the same way with communication. There's multiple parts to it. You wrote a whole book. You have classes and courses. You have videos on it. There's so much. So I will ask you a couple things and I'll try not to ask something you've already answered. But if so, just give more because it almost seems like the same thing. We're just looking at it from a different point of view. So the first thing I want to ask, probably to get centered, is what is our communication home?
2: Our communication home is the style of communication that we feel most comfortable with, i.e. if you are someone who often avoids or you're someone who listens more than shares or you are someone who jumps to argument right away, those would be your go-to communication styles which make up your home. And this is so Important for us to understand because it gives us a really strong starting point with which to develop other styles. Let me give you a great example. My most natural, comfortable way of communicating is direct verbal interaction. If you asked me, Tony, Renee, you and I are going to communicate, what is your communication style of preference? I would say, can we meet in person, go to a cafe, grab a coffee? That's my favorite. Because I can see you, I can feel your energy, I can see your body language, I can hear your voice, and that gives the most cues as to how you're feeling and and the connection that we are embodying. Now, that doesn't mean that direct verbal interaction is always the best style to use for every situation. Because I know that direct verbal interaction is my most natural way of communicating, now I can start to experience other styles. I.E., when I'm in an interview like this, learning to sit back and listen, and I call it completely listening, as opposed to wanting to jump in every time you say something, right? As a direct verbal interactor, it might be easy for me to do that because it's natural, because I always have something to say, and I have all these ideas that I want to share. But to now realize, okay, in this circumstance, it's going to be really great to listen and then share once the floor is open.
1: And you know, there's a little bit of Italian in there with the Italians, just always want to interject. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's very, if you're Italian, it's very tough to podcast because you're always going to be interrupting the guests. So I'm just being a little silly. But yes, <laughs> you have to learn how to communicate and give the other person their time due. This is the Tony DiRso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues on becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, it's getting warm out there. Sometimes it's getting cold. Sometimes it's rainy. It's spring. It's summer. It's all seasons. So how do you dress for that? Kind of difficult, isn't it? Well, I found something that I wanted to share with you. I've talked about this before. It's called Faraday, and they make really good stuff. It's a great brand. It's a family-run business, by the way. They make really good, let's call it timeless clothing. It's really fun. We've got a number of Faraday clothing items here. We really love them. It's very timeless in design. It's very comfortable, very enjoyable. They fit really good, like you've had them for years, and they're just that comfortable. One of the things that we really like about them is it's not just that they're nice looking clothes. It's not just that, hey, that looks really sharp. They really feel good. They're, they're outstanding. And they take away that kind of stress that you may have of, how do I look? Oh, come on, let's face it. We all go through that stress. You go out that door, you go, okay, wait, I'm wearing sweats today because, you know, I'm working from home or whatever. Well, I've got to go out. So now what do I wear? How's that going to look? Now, some of us don't get too much into it. But you still, come on, you got to wear clothes today, right? So what are you going to wear and how's it going to look? And do you care how you look? Well, you should, you should care a little bit, right? And what we like about Faharity is it's stylish. Like like my wife, when she goes out with their Faharity Sherpa jacket, which we just did the other day when we were out walking the dog, it's just a nice, great, timeless jacket. And she wears it when we go out to eat. So you can wear it for many things. It's multifunctional. And one thing that's very novel to me is that they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. Now, can you imagine that? A piece of clothing that has a lifetime guarantee. I mean, where does that happen? When does that happen? That is really phenomenal. That means, what does that mean? If there's something wrong with your clothes, your Faraday clothes, they'll replace it or they'll fix it no matter what. And this is forever. it's not on a time it's not a warranty. this is just their guarantee of quality and for Tony D'Urso show listeners, you get twenty percent off very very important now one thing I want to mention here is i've had a I've done a couple of commercials on them before, and I've given you out a special promo code and you probably have kept that aside going, oh I'm gonna go buy this, I'm gonna go buy that and you may or may not have gotten to it, but that code no longer works. It's somehow leaked out and I guess that's not a good thing sometimes, but it's leaked out. So we've changed the promo code. So all the commercials you've heard before, that code doesn't work anymore. It's you need the new code and I'm going to tell that to you right here because I want you to head to slash r s o and use code d u r s o at checkout to snag 20% off all your new spring staples. That's code D-U-R-S-O at Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y, brand.com slash D-U-R-S-O for 20% off. com slash D-U-R-S-O. Again, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y, B-R-A-N-D.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Guys, make your wardrobe simple and effortless. Visit Faraday.
0: You're listening to The Tony Dierso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest.
1: All right, we're back on The Tony Dierso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is on becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino. And please check out my elite entrepreneur interviews on Apple Podcasts, or you can find everything back to day one at Tony durs com slash podcast. And now, back to the chat with Renee. One thing about communication is, and you mentioned this in your book, the qualities of self-confidence, having good relationships, as well as a really good or even an extraordinary career. And you say good communication helps with those. So those are three areas I've passed off. How does this provide qualities in those areas? Mm.
2: As you said, when this interview began, everything starts with communication. And when we learn to master this skill, we become limitless. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners who who tune into this, this wonderful show. And I ask you all to think of your business, think of what you do on a daily basis. And I dare you to find a facet of it that is not tied to communication, whether it is connecting with your team, whether it's connecting with your potential clients or customers, everything begins with communication. And when we start to make this a priority in our lives and we learn how to reflect within ourselves to say, when I just communicated with Tony, did I take time to listen to what he had to say? Did I take the time to really Pick up on commonalities that he and I may have. Did I do that? Okay. And being able to become aware, to become reflective allows you to become a better, a greater communicator. Because now, the next time, if you felt like you didn't listen as well as you could, the next time you're going to realize, okay, I'm going to sit back, I'm going to take some deep breaths, and I'm going to close out all distractions. I'm going to going to become distractible proof. And I'm going to completely listen to what Tony says. So whether it is a personal relationship for my married couples out there, I know in my marriage, communication has been our greatest asset, our greatest asset, because the truth is we're always going to run into some resistance. There are going to be obstacles that we face, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a friendship, whether it's family. And if we don't know how to gauge those obstacles. And we don't find that confidence within and that ability to speak up and speak from the heart, that is when the problems get exacerbated. And the same holds true for our businesses. So really, even though communication, which is why I said before, it's so simple yet so complex, it can become complex when we try to run away, when we try to take the easy way out, when we instead of having the direct conversation, we send a text or we send a thoughtless email. This is when things become complex. This is when you see situations arise where family members haven't spoken to each other for years, or there's problems with a coworker that you feel like came out of nowhere, but really they were just building and building and building because there were issues happening that no one was addressing.
1: Very, very good points. And while you're saying this, I'm thinking One of the chapters in your book, or somewhere in your book, you talk about the key, the not a key, but the key to making genuine connections in life and business and relationships. And while you were just giving me that answer, I'm thinking, is this the key? Maybe
2: I should just ask her, what's (laughs) the key? (laughs) The key to all communication is first that communication with yourself, the conversation that you're having within. The communication within ourselves sets the framework for all external communication. All the relationships that we have outside of ourselves begins with us. And I see this so often with my clients, with friends, with, with family members. We don't take enough time to check in with how we're feeling, what's going on in our lives, slowing down, taking the time to write about our feelings. I give a great practice. To all of my clients, that is simply after you wake up in the morning, instead of jumping right to pick up your phone, which so many of us do, we check right out of our lives and check into other lives by scrolling on social media or sending out an email or getting right into work mode. Instead of doing that, leaving that phone off for about the first hour you're awake, going to the bathroom, doing what you have to do, coming back and simply asking yourself this one very easy question How am I feeling? and taking five to 10 minutes to write about it. Why is this so important? Because what it does is it takes all of the thoughts and feelings that live in our subconscious mind, the ones we don't often address or even pay attention to, and it brings those thoughts and feelings into our conscious mind through our hand and onto the page. And after we're finished writing, it's wonderful to look back as if it's a mirror and see what's really going on within. Sometimes you'll be so surprised to experience what you find and you'll be like, oh, wow. I I thought I was over that argument with my coworker, but apparently I'm not because I just wrote about it. And this simple practice, even though it might sound, could sound silly and, and too good to be true. The fact is you have taken the time to get in communication with yourself before anyone else. And what that does is that allows you to ground yourself in your day before reaching out to anyone else, before going about the chaos and and all of the tasks that you have to do, you've taken the time to check in with you. Then when you connect with others, you're coming from a place of more groundedness, of more peace, because there's clarity there. There's clarity around how you really feel. I want to ask you this, Tony, have you ever had a day where maybe you woke up and you're, you're a little bit frazzled and you just start going about your day and you interact with someone and you just feel short tempered and you're, you're very frustrated and you're not even conscious as to why has that ever happened to you?
1: Full disclosure. I'm Italian. Yeah. Yes, it's happened.
2: <laughs> yes. How,
1: how could it not? Exactly. Right?
2: And for all of us, for all of us, but I can assure you that once you start a practice of getting in conversation with you and Getting clarity on what you're feeling within, it's going to make your day go so much better. Not that you're not going to face problems, it's life, right? But you're going to be able to handle them better because you have connected first with you before you've connected with anyone else. So that is definitely, definitely of paramount importance.
1: I can see that for a lot of people to not touch that cell phone for Mm. an hour before you get up. Do you realize the words that just came out of your mouth? That's like an hour. That's tough. Yes. That's
2: tough. It is.
1: For me, my routine is make that cup of coffee, which my wife usually makes. I thank God for the coffee. Mm. And it's the most delicious coffee ever. And then I chat with my wife. And then in about 10, 15 minutes, I got to turn that cell phone on.
2: Well, you're not alone. This is most of us. Most of us, and in doing so much research for the book, I found so many studies that showed that our minds and our attention spans have waned. Our minds have sped up because we are so used to task switching. The truth is there's no such thing as multitasking. It's task switching. And because of the internet and social media, we are so used to within seconds, right, going from one tab to another. Talking to you, and then I get a notification and boom, I check out. And our minds have sped up due to advanced technology. And because of that, we look for it. We look for that dopamine hit of a notification. Our bodies now have become conditioned to wait for the notification to go off, to wait for that email to come in. So when we wake up, absolutely, Tony, if we don't get in control of it first, and we don't develop this habit to develop a pattern, a positive pattern of leaving that phone aside for the first hour, then it absolutely will take that control over us because that's what it's meant to do. And as I said before, it's a gift. I mean, we are able to truly run the world through our smartphones. But at the same time, we cannot forget that we are human beings living in a real world. We don't want to constantly be in that virtual world be living from behind a screen there's a beautiful world beautiful life right in front of our eyes and when we miss out on that we're missing out on the beautiful moments of life
1: you know and i i'm not going to argue with that but the next question almost seems like a juxtaposition it's at a cross with it at a at a block we all want to become really good in our business Mm -hmm. we're business people we we're entrepreneurs we're startups Some of us have a career and we're climbing up we want to we want to be the ceo we want to be in charge the boss the big kingpin and we want people to listen to us not us listen to them we want to be you know this is perhaps the old school a little bit of how we grew up so we're at odds with communicating because that's back and forth yet we want to be the leader we want to say go do this now and have everyone say yes sir and run off and do it so It almost seems like, well, how do we do this and still be a good communicator? Mm.
2: Yeah, it does seem like a juxtaposition, but it actually is not at all. The best leaders lead by being and not by telling. And some of the best leaders that I have been in the presence of and that I've worked with are the ones who practice this. They live it which makes me as the one following them under their leadership, it makes me want to practice in the same way. What do I mean by that? If you are the leader of your company, as I said, you're an entrepreneur, you are running the show. If you are spreading yourself thin and you are like many entrepreneurs, and I understand because I am one myself, feeling like you're ending the day exhausted and you're being pulled in a million and seven directions. There's no way that you can be as effective as if you have what I call focused action and intention in one thing. Think about this Michelangelo when he did the David, right? If you have been lucky enough to go to Florence and see the David at the academia museum, it is mind blowing
1: this is the Tony DiRso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues on becoming a master communicator with Rene Marino. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. I know, I know, I know. Eat healthier. We hear it all the time. Medical authorities say, hey, eat up to six cups of fruits and vegetables a day. Now, really, do you have that kind of time? I consider that a lot of work. I'm already working to do my job and my task. I'm working to balance my life. Now I got to work and remember this cup and eat this and eat that. It's really kind of impossible to eat healthy today, especially for us entrepreneurs, small business owners. We're just moving around too much. And sometimes we just go for that junk food because it's there, it's fast, we're hungry, and we got to move it. we have a deadline, we've got a proposal, we've got this and that. So really, who's got the time to focus on the nutritional demands of our body? And those medical authorities say you'll live longer, you could have less heart disease, less diabetes, less cancer, but really six cups a day. So I found something that's going to help everybody. It's called Field of Greens. It's packed with this Full spectrum of everything. Okay, that just says it right there. It's got everything. It's got the science, the herbs, the prebiotics. And I had a glass myself just before I read this commercial. And I want to tell you, it tastes great. It dissolves well. It's, it's delicious, even if you use water. Yeah, you don't have, even like the other day, I ran out of juice and I just threw some water in and drank it. Delicious. Again, it's called Field of Greens. And I've been taking it for a while, my wife's been taking it, and we just absolutely love it. And you know when you take those other green drinks, you got to get ready for that sour taste perhaps, or it doesn't dissolve well at the bottom. Not with Field of Greens, it works fast, and it's going to help give you more energy, make you feel a little bit better, might help you lose some weight. Hey, I urge you to check it out and even have your doctor check your lab work and see if your new lab work is better. You might just be surprised. So there you go. You should join me and take Field of Greens too. And to help you get started, I got you 15% off your first order, plus get another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. So visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code TONY. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code TONY. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code TONY. dot com. Promo code T-O-N-Y. Guys, this is the best way for you to get your daily veggies and fruits to maintain your health and wellness.
0: You're listening to The Tony D'Irso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony
1: and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony DiErso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path Today's show is on Becoming a Master Communicator with Renee Marino. And how about a kind review on Apple Podcasts? Guess what? If you have any Apple device, you qualify. Navigate to Apple Podcasts and search for Tony, D-U-R-S-O. Make sure the Tony D'Urso Show shows up in the search and click it. Once that opens up, scroll down, click on Ratings and Reviews, and then write a kind review. I thank you so much. And now, back to the chat with Renee.
2: And when my husband and I went a few years back, as I was writing the book, I can remember turning the corner and seeing it for the first time and literally being stopped in my tracks. Because the attention to detail in every fabric piece of that statue is just unbelievable. There is so much detail. You feel as though David can unfreeze from that position and walk around the world. That's how real it appears and in the book in chapter 4 I talk about imagining if Michelangelo were creating the David in today's time whereas he's using that he's chiseling away he's getting a notification in his back pocket with a smartphone with someone contacting him on Instagram and then the phone ringing while he's watching the news as he's do you think that he would have been as effective as he was back when he created this I'm sure he could have done it and there's no way to judge. But I believe that what makes this statue so lifelike and so outstanding is the attention to detail that was able to be created because of his focused action. And as a leader, when you turn off all of the distractions and you dedicate time in your day, this hour is for this specific thing, and you are not. Looking to be in 12 places at once and send emails and call up the people on your team, but you are focusing in each moment consciously. That is when the effectiveness happens. And I have um, a mentor by the name of Amelia Antonetti. She's a world renowned human behaviorist, and she has taught me that to be as successful as you possibly can be, 50% of your energy needs to be in the thinking. 25% needs to be in the planning and 25% needs to be in the action. And where many of us get it wrong, especially because our minds are so accelerated, we're always ready to go and jump and fight. We jump right to the action before we've taken the time to sit and think and plan. And going back to what I talked about having that conversation with yourself starting that day in the thinking as opposed to the doing that is when we are most effective
1: once again we talked about becoming a master communicator with renee marino and you can find her again at reneemarino.com. and don't forget my challenge what was the challenge you're gonna have to play this back and listen because i want to hear what you think about it all right Renee, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I loved it. I think we just dabbled on the top of the the world of learning how to communicate, but it was great. And I hope people check out what you have so that they can learn more about it. Thank you so much. Thank
2: you so much, Tony.
1: And here's an insider's brief with the American Legion to discuss the importance of supporting service members and how you can get involved. Now, as Memorial Day approaches, it's about the time you're listening to this or maybe it just happened depending on where you are or when you listen. But nonetheless, take some time to remember the men and women who have made the supreme sacrifice to safeguard our freedom. The American Legion is the nation's largest veteran service organization with nearly 2 million members and over 12,000 posts worldwide. Legionnaires are often involved in community-based support for service members and their families. And with us is John Router, Deputy Director, Media Relations of the American Legion, and he's going to tell us more about it. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Tony. It's great to be with you today. John, there's a lot to talk about, and we have a few moments. I want to first get my wits or my head around, however the, uh, this, the saying goes. I want to understand the Pact Act. That's P-A-C-T. Let's talk about honoring that act, and where does it stand today?
3: Well, the Honoring Our PACT Act uh, has passed the House of Representatives. It is the largest, most comprehensive uh, veterans' health care bill dealing with toxic exposures to date, passed by either chamber of Congress. It is being considered in the Senate. Uh, We really think that every U.S. senator should pass it. Uh, You may be familiar with the burn pit issue, the open-air burn pits, where All of our troops who have been in the Middle East at one time or another have been exposed to these burn pits, which were all over the air. Uh, The cancer rates and some of the respiratory illnesses uh, from breathing the the toxic fumes in over the years has been astronomical. Uh, We're losing far too many veterans at too young of ages uh, that that they really need to be uh, covered by this legislation. Uh, We saw what happened with the Vietnam War veterans and Agent Orange, and it took decades for the government to make things right. And this, this legislation would actually cover some of the Agent Orange veterans, too, that fell through the cracks on the earlier legislation. This covers that. It covers atomic veterans, uh, people who are exposed to radiation, uh, water, expo- contaminated water that was in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, for decades. So a lot of people, they, they think that the dangers of military service, they associate with bullets and, bow- and bombs. There's a lot of other um, exposures that can kill you in the military as well. And we, we just think that the, the government really needs to recognize this.
1: John, when you mentioned these items, if I can call them items, it's like, what? We got to take care of this now. This is like, you know, it's, it's strong. It's emotional. And we don't have something to protect our servicemen. And. Now we 're told, well, this is the best time. This is a great time. This is an opportune time to have this law in place why is Why is that that way as opposed to well, we haven't had this in place before, but why is it I guess another way to say it is why is it more critical than ever to have that in place now it's more
3: critical than ever because we have young people, men and women who volunteer to serve this country that are dying as we as we speak. They need treatment, they need to be uh, Uh, made made whole and and to be able to to live out normal lives. Uh, May is a time where people think of Memorial Day, we have Armed Armed Forces Day, Uh, people reflect on on just how fortunate we are to live in the greatest country on earth. And that's because of our men and women who put everything on their line defending us. And So uh, we, we definitely believe that, you know, Memorial Day, we remember our fallen veterans are uh, these these fallen heroes? They served alongside these uh, their brothers and sisters in combat in, in arms, and uh, we truly believe that they would want their comrades to be remembered as well. And, and it, it's not just about them; it's about their families. Uh, young kids are losing their parents at too young of an age. Uh, parents are losing their their uh, veteran children. Uh, there's uh, there's no time like the present to help them. And it's up to the U.S. Senate. The ball's in their court now. So we're hoping that all of your listeners will call their senators and tell them to pass the honor our
1: pact Act. Got that? And those hearing, please call your senator. Write to your senator, and 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 push for that and help that. Now there's two dates so far in May. One's Memorial Day, and one is the Honoring Our Service Day. There's another one. Is that and what what relevance does that have? It's called.
3: National Poppy Day? National Poppy Day is on uh, Friday, May 27th uh, this year. And there's a famous poem called Flanders Fields. Uh, it was written by a, a Canadian soldier in World War I. Flanders Fields uh, is a battlefield in Belgium. And it talked about the, the poppies and, and a symbol of hope and, and remembrance. And ever since then, it's not just the United States, but, but a number of our allied countries have adopted uh, the poppy as a symbol of remembrance for our uh, fallen heroes and for veterans. And uh, the, we have the American Legion Auxiliary, which are uh, female and male spouses of uh, Legion mem- American Legion members. Uh, auxiliary members are often uh, give away poppies. They distribute it around this time of year. Uh, in exchange, often a donation is exchanged. They're not sold. Uh, they're given in remembrance as donation. Uh, to help veterans and veteran programs. And it's just, uh, it's an important symbol, just especially for our young people to to realize that the freedoms that we have uh, and we often take for granted, they're everything but free. You know, freedom is not free. And we can thank our our veterans for that.
1: John, I'd like to uh, ask about the American Legion itself. And is this something anyone can join? Are servicemen automatically enrolled? Can you give us a little bit of history or briefing on that?
3: There's a place for almost anybody in the American Legion family. Uh, the American Legion itself, you have to be a veteran. You've had to serve between, sometime after December 7th, 1941, Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, if you're currently serving in the military, you're eligible for the American Legion. And if you're not a veteran, chances are you might have a father or a grandfather, and you might be eligible for the sons of the American Legion. And we also have the American Legion Auxiliary, as I said earlier, which is male and female spouses of uh, Legion-eligible veterans. So uh, we, we are a large family uh, combined. We're more than 3 million. Uh, we have more than 12,000 posts across the United States and overseas. Uh, there's twice as many American Legion posts in the United States as there are Walmarts. Uh, so we are in communities everywhere. And the best way to check us out is at our website, legion.org. We're visiting a uh, American Legion posts in your community.
1: That sounds very exciting. And with the sons or, or, and or daughters of veterans, there's probably something for everyone. Probably almost everyone can join. It seems very inclusive. But now, what can we do in the American Legion? What, what can we expect? Is, it's, it's, it's community helping the community. Can you take us a little bit further on what we can do there?
3: Well... First and foremost, we advocate for veterans. Uh, We have service officers across the country who will help a veteran free of charge, whether they're a member of the Legion or not, help them obtain the benefits that they earn through their military service. Uh, We have uh, programs, community service programs. We have some of the best youth programs in the country. People may be familiar with Boys State or Boys Nation, which is a civics program. The American Legion Auxiliary has Girls State, Girls Nation. We have American Legion Baseball, uh, more than 80 uh, major league Hall of Famers have played American Legion Baseball at one time or another. So uh, we, we have uh, oratorical speech contests. Uh, we give away millions of dollars each year in scholarships uh, to deserving young people across the country. Junior shooting sports, we have junior ROTC. We, we support a number of uh, scouting units. So we we do an awful lot. Oftentimes when a community has a natural disaster, you see an American Legion post uh, provide shelter. Uh, and, and we were very active during the COVID shutdown, during a pandemic. Uh, we had food pantries and drive through services and, and uh, telehealth clinics, all kinds of things uh, that you can find at your American Legion.
1: John, this is very interesting. And where can our listeners go for more information? I think you mentioned the site, but can you give it to us again?
3: Yes. Our national website is www.legion.org. That's legion.org. And like I said, we have posts and communities all over the place as well.
1: So if we want to get involved, whether we are a veteran or a son or daughter of a veteran, if we want to get involved, we go there and we would be able to see perhaps what activities we could get involved with in our town, our community, our state.
3: You can join online. Uh, You can support our programs. We have a donation page as well for for our uh, youth programs and other programs. Uh, You can learn what we're working on legislatively. Uh, So yeah, legion.org is definitely the way to go.
1: John, thank you so much for explaining this. And I've heard of the American Legion. Who hasn't? But you've given us a lot more information on why it's so important. And I hope everyone gets involved. And I just want to thank you so much. For sharing all this information with us today
3: thank you Tony it's been a pleasure
1: I am so excited about this one we talked about becoming a master communicator with Renee Marino I love her story can you believe that she would not have had the part as the lead in the movie unless she asked for it and she didn't even know she was originally picked for it that's communication And Renee defined communication and told us what is our communication home. We talked about so many facets and parts of it. We talked about the qualities of self-confidence, fulfilling relationships, and having an extraordinary career. We talked about the key to making genuine connections in our life and business. And talked about focusing in our communication with distractions and so much more. So let me ask you, what resonated the most with you? Let us know. And I appreciate to your listening and I look forward to your tuning in again next week. And please remember supporting the show with a nice review on Apple Podcasts. And also share this with a few friends to help them too. I know I say that all the time, but you know, hey, it's friends helping friends. That's what it's all about. And we help each other do better in life, business and so forth. Use this and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks and remember, take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony DiRso Show.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.